Well, good morning. It's great to be able to join you, maybe a different method than we're used to, but maybe getting a bit more used to it in these days. But just remember that God is a personal God. Yeah, he's with us when we're gathered together in church, but he's also with us when the church is gathering like we are this morning, in our homes, in our families, maybe gathering around a computer or a tablet or something. But we can still really know and experience God's presence with us. And I want to talk about this morning, hitting the pause button. The past week as I've been praying about what to share today, God's been highlighting two words from a psalm. And what I want to do is just share those two words with you today and share some truth from God's word that will hopefully prove useful to all of us in the weeks ahead. So if you've got a Bible, if you've got a phone app, if you could follow along with me, I'm going to read from Psalm 46. I'm going to read the whole psalm. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. Selah. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Come see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars to cease at the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. So the first word God highlighted in this psalm for me was the word therefore. God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth give way. And in verse one there, the psalmist states some facts about God. He states some things that he knows are true about God. Things, his experience, things that have become real in his own life, in his own walk and relationship with God. He says, God is our refuge. God's that place of safety, that place of security, that place of stability for each one of us. God's our strength. Is our strength spiritually. So whether we feel as though we're under attack, whether we feel as though we just need the energy to get through the day spiritually, God's there to give us the strength we need. But he's also there to give us the physical and emotional strength we need. God doesn't want us to come to the end of the day like a worn out old dishcloth. He wants us to be people who know his physical strength, who know his emotional strength, who know the fruit of the spirit, for instance, in our lives. 
to give us the emotional energy we need to cope. And not just to cope, but to be the people he's called us to be. And the psalmist said, God's an ever-present help in trouble. He's always there. He's always ready. God's always passionate to get involved with the intricate details of each one of our lives. But do you notice what the psalmist does? He says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. He takes the truths he knows about God and then he makes a practical application to his own life. He says, God's my refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, and because of these facts, I'm not going to fear no matter what comes. And see what he describes, see the things he talks about. He says, though the earth give way, though the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging, though the whole earth might be in turmoil. And it is. He says, I'm not going to fear. Have you ever been on an aeroplane where the announcement is made and the sign comes up, turbulence ahead, fasten your seatbelts? Well, there's turbulence ahead for each one of us. and We need to fasten our seatbelts of knowing that God's our refuge, our strength. And our helper. And because of these things, with our seatbelt firmly on, we can say, I'm not going to fear. Can I encourage each one of us today to dig into God's word and discover some truths about God? And then, based on those truths, say to ourselves, Well, because God's my shepherd. He's going to take care of me. He's going to look after me. He's going to watch over me and care for me. Because God is my provider, I don't have to worry about tomorrow because God's looking after me. Because God's my saviour, then the whole mess of sin that might be in my life, God can forgive me. God can wash me clean by his blood. Because God is my rock. He's my stability. He's my security. Not the job not my identity, not my family, not my relationship, but my identity comes from God. So that's the first word, therefore. And then the second word that God highlighted for me was the word sailor. It's a musical term and it means to pause and think about what we've just been singing. Band, you play on, we're just going to have an instrumental bit for a few minutes, but singers, you just Pause about what you've been singing. Pause and think about what you've been singing. It's hitting the pause button and collecting our thoughts for a few minutes. And I want to encourage us all here with a couple of points. First of all, I'd really encourage you, not just at this time, but at all times, to fill your homes with Bible-based songs that sing about who Jesus is what Jesus has done and what Jesus has promised to do. And also then to think about the songs we sing, to hit the pause button and not just go into autopilot, but to think about the truths we're singing. It's a lesson Lynn and I learned some years ago when we were in Thailand, when we were in a very oppressive atmosphere that was for various reasons. But we learnt then just to 
have a house filled with praise music so that the atmosphere would be lifted and our eyes would be turned to Jesus. And with YouTube and Google Play and Spotify, so easy now just to get yourself a playlist and have praise music going on in the background. My father-in-law, Brian, he often says, God listens to the crows sing just as much as he does the nightingales, which means we don't have to have a good voice in order to praise God. But as we sing those truths, think about what we're singing. Just think for some of the songs that we sing at church. What a beautiful name it is. Some of the things we sing there, death could not hold you, the veil tore before you. You silence the boast of sin and grave. The heavens are roaring, the praise of your glory, for you are raised to life again. You have no rival, you have no equal, now and forever our God reigns. Yours is the kingdom, yours is the glory, yours is the name above all names. What a powerful name it is, what a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ my King. Even just speaking those words out does my heart good. What about raise a hallelujah? I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief. I raise a hallelujah. My weapon is a melody. I raise a hallelujah. Heaven comes to fight for me. I'm going to sing in the middle of the storm louder and louder. You're going to hear my praises roar. Up from the ashes, hope will arise. Death, death is defeated. The king is alive. What about Waymaker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness? My God, that is who you are. You know, even just for me now, pausing a bit and thinking about those words as I'm speaking about, it lifts my heart, it encourages me because I'm confessing and saying truths about who my God is, who my Jesus is, and who Jesus is in me. And that word sailor, pause and think about that. It's mentioned three times in the psalm. First one at the end of verse three, where we're to pause and think about the fact that God is our refuge, our strength, and our helper. And because of that, we don't have to fear and be filled with anxiety. I've spoken a bit about that already. But then we see the other two times it's used. In verse 7, it says, The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And then again in verse 11, The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Both times the psalmist is saying, The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Pause. And think about that for a minute. And I know it's coming up to Easter. It's Good Friday this Friday. But I just want to talk about Christmas. And Christmas is a time where we think about one of the names of Jesus. Jesus being called Emmanuel. Which means God is with us. And twice there in the psalm it says the Lord Almighty is with us. 
So in thinking through the facts we know about God, the things we know that are true about him, in singing our praises to God, one of the offshoots of that should be we come away knowing that God is with us, God is our helper. And we should be a people with what I call an Emmanuel attitude. Knowing that whatever is going on around us, whatever our outward circumstances are, Emmanuel, God is with us. That we've got an attitude, a confidence, a joyful stability in our lives because God is with us. God is in us. The one who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world. 1 John 4 verse 4. God is for us, Paul says in Romans chapter 8. So who can be against us? God is our helper. It says that in Hebrews 13 verse 5 and 6. God is our helper. So I just want to encourage us this week. As we learn truths about God. As we sing songs to God. Hit the pause button. Think about the things you've learned about him. Think about the things you sing to him. And then come away with an Emmanuel attitude. Believe God wants us to walk out this week with confidence, knowing that his name is Emmanuel. God is with us. God is our refuge. God is my refuge, your refuge and strength. He's an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we need not fear. You needn't fear. I needn't have anxiety. Hit the pause button and think about that.